on this prequel episode, we're doing our Christmas with the Cranks fan poll follow-up and revealing which Disney movie you voted for for the next episode. back to this film is like the podcast where we talk about movies that are based on books took a week off talked about star wars if you haven't listened to that go back one episode in your feed it should be there get all of our feelings about that film we have a prequel episode though this week before we get to our follow-up poll about christmas with the cranks we got a fair amount of comments and stuff on this one so we'll be sharing <laughs> some of that we have new patrons to recognize the first one sam denow which is a name I recognize from a lot of podcasts I listen to. He's a supporter of many of those. He's at the Hugo Award winner level. He or she is at the Hugo Award winner level. And then the other new patron we got this week was the Mad Morgan, or just Mad Morgan, who's also a Hugo Award winner, which is our $5 level, which allows you to get access to the bonus content, including recently we just put out our discussion on The Witcher and The Mandalorian Mm -hmm. first full seasons. So they got to listen to those. We also have our Academy Award winners. These are Hall of Fame patrons who support us for 15 bucks a month. They get priority recommendations, which is why we did Christmas with the Cranks. I don't remember who suggested it, but somebody, one of these people did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, they get mentioned every week in our prequel episode. Uh, I'll let you take this one. Who is that person that I always butcher the name of? The first? I always butcher the name, too. That's not fair. <sighs> Alina. Alina Deletkulova <laughs> is my guess always for that one. It's pretty close, I think. Uh, that was thank you to Alina. And then our second Academy Award winner patron is, I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis is cool. So this is our patron who changes their name for everything mm-hmm. every week, which I really appreciate and enjoy. And you're right. Jamie Lee Curtis is cool. And finally, Mr. Nobody is our final $15 patron. All right, let's go ahead and move on and see what everybody had to say about Christmas with the Cranks. Um, so we didn't do an official poll right. for this one. I didn't like make polls on Facebook and Twitter like I usually do. Um, and I did that because I figured probably not a lot of people had read the book. Mm-hmm. Also, both of these things were just so monstrous to me. If you listened to the episode, yeah. you knew that I didn't even want to choose, couldn't select. choose, did not select which one was better because I thought they were both equally bad. Um, so I just put out posts asking people if they had opinions on the book yeah. or the movie or both of them and yeah. how they related to each other if they'd both read it and seen it. Um, we got quite a few comments, uh-huh. um, especially over on Facebook. Um, now, this is a disclaimer. I'm not going to read um, every single right. person's comments in full because no. we got a lot of really long yeah. comments, yeah. which was great. They were really interesting. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people commented with like how they felt the movie could have been fixed mm-hmm. or done better, yeah. which I really enjoyed. Um, but I, I've got like a... I did some poll quotes. I have a highlight reel here. Everybody's comments. Yeah. Um, So on Facebook, Matt said, my mom watches this air quote thing every (laughs) Christmas. I felt for you two when you announced it. On behalf of humanity, I apologize. (laughs) Thank you for your apology, Mm -hmm. Matt. Um, That does help. Yeah. Um, Goldie said, my vote is for the book because I can't stop thinking about that slobbery fruit salad (laughs) falling out of Tim Allen's mouth. The book may have been problematic, but it didn't traumatize me. There you go. (laughs) Fair enough. 
Um, Ian said, everyone deserves one bad film, but there should have been limits. <laughs> I understand that authors may want to break away from their usual writings to branch out into something different, but Grisham should have stuck with his courtroom dramas. Um, I've never read another John Grisham book, but just based on skipping Christmas, I'm going to go ahead and agree with that. Um, Jennifer said, I can't even with either of these. (laughs) I feel like there's a good idea in there that needed to be executed way better. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then Daryl said something similar, um, as terrible as the movie is, and good lord, it is painful to watch, what kills me is that there is a good or at least passable film in there. Mm-hmm. And I, I we agree That's with kinda both of those. That's kind of what we mentioned, yeah, that, that if they changed the way they did it. Yeah, if they had done some different things um, and maybe made things a little clearer, change it could have been... thematically change it to a story about uh, this the absurdity of the weird um, mm-hmm. traditions that are like enforced upon, you know, that, that as a part of a community, you're kind of forced to take part in and, and, and kind of lean into the culty aspect of it and how mm-hmm. it can be kind of strange and overly stressful and ridiculous to, to, to always, you know, do yeah. every single, all of the trappings that come with like Christmas and to turn it into a story about, you know, what actually matters. And basically, like we said, the Grinch. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But, yeah, I think if they had done some different stuff, there could have been a good mm-hmm. or at least okay movie. Yeah. But no. No. Um, and then over on Twitter, um, we uh, got a thread from Shelby Suderman, mm-hmm. who had both read the book and watched the movie. Um, and a lot of Shelby's comments were, again, about maybe ways that the movie could have been improved. Yeah. Um, ways that it was different from the book. I'm just going to read one little yeah. thing here. Um I felt like the framing was different between book and movie, with the book thinking the people around the cranks were being unreasonable, while the movie thinks the cranks are being unreasonable, which added an unpleasant layer to it that I didn't get from the book. What frustrates me is I think this story could have explored how difficult life changes affect how people deal with big holidays, mm-hmm. which I think would have been an yeah. interesting approach, too. And they touch on it, yeah. but it doesn't ever follow through, really, necessarily, because right. she it, just comes yeah. back and then they just have a happy Christmas, at least in the movie. Right. And well, like the idea that like, oh, we don't want to celebrate Christmas from our because our daughter's not here isn't really like a focus. It's just no. the inciting it's the, incident. It's the reason the and they, the, yeah, they don't ever really like thematically go no. back to that idea yeah cool all right great comments from everybody thank you to everybody who hopped on one of the social media platforms and sent us a comment uh it's always appreciated and we love hearing from you let's move on and talk about the rescuers book facts oh i guess we should announce (laughs) before we get that we're doing the rescuers it won um it was very very close between the rescuers and 101 dalmatians yeah um the rescuers went out by exactly two votes. two votes. Poor Bambi did not stand a chance. No, it got a lot more votes on Twitter, though, than like yeah. one person voted for it on Facebook. Yeah. But there was like a few, at least on Twitter. I thought. Yeah, um, which is it's interesting. But yeah, rip Bambi. Rip Bambi. Never had a shot. Nope. So uh, we're going to be doing the rescuers. Um, I've got some book facts. I'm hoping that most of the people who voted for the rescuers weren't confused and thinking that we're going to be talking about the rescuers down under yeah um which is i think the more popular potentially more popular rescuers yeah. i mean yeah i think it may be i don't know movie i have no idea if it's more popular but i think it's maybe remembered a little bit more fondly by like people our age yeah because it came out closer to like it came out when we were kids right. but uh we are doing 
the 1970s rescuers the first one yep um i don't think the rescuers down under has a direct like equivalent in the books so i have no idea i don't think it does all right well let's now that we've announced it let's go ahead and talk about the book at last after four years in production comes the crowning achievement in disney animation and storytelling the rescuers look out here she comes a bold new adventure where is she where is she you get down there and find the big diamond or you will never see that teddy again that poor little girl um, so The Rescuers is actually a series of nine children's books by English author Marjorie Sharp. Mm-hmm. Um, the first book in the series was published in 1959. Um, and the Disney film most notably pulls from Miss Bianca, which yeah. is book two, um, with elements from The Rescuers, which is book one. Okay. Um, so I'm going to be reading those two books. Are they long or how? Are they I don't long? think they're particularly long. Um, I'll be reading those too. So again, this is one of those episodes that's going to come with like a caveat yeah. of this didn't happen in these particular books, but right. there's a chance it's from one of the other seven. Yeah. I don't even know if I could get access to all seven books. No. I don't they're think they're nine. in print anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it'll be fine. Yeah. It is what, that's what I saw, too, in my notes. Yeah. My research is that it's mostly from the first two. Um, other fun facts. The series was primarily illustrated by Garth Williams, whose illustrations uh, readers might recognize from other children's classics like Charlotte's Web and Stuart Little. Uh, Marjorie Sharp had primarily written for adults up to the point that The Rescuers was published. And interestingly, The Rescuers was actually initially intended for adults. I thought that was kind of interesting because usually you don't get like talking animal adventure stories for for, grownups. But it was so popular with kids that she continued it as a series specifically intended for children um, and then went on to write four other children's books in addition to the other eight in that series. Interesting. Um, When the book was published, Kirkus Reviews described it as an absurd and beguiling fantasy that was made to order for Walt Disney, but a strange departure for Marjorie Sharp. So I've never read anything by her, but I'm guessing it's not anything like her other adult novels, just based Hmm. on that. Interesting. Um, In his 1997 collection of essays on children's literature, uh, Noel Perrin noted that the book is very different from, and in his opinion, superior to the movie, Um, commending the book for its inventive plot and for the ease and freedom elegance and irony of sharp's writing i know um and then in 2011 a decade after the rescuers went out of print the book was reissued in a new edition by the new york review of books um reviewer megan cox of the wall street journal noted that the book is much funnier and more interestingly textured than the high fructose movie version so we're really like selling this book. Apparently. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I hope it doesn't let me down. Yeah. Cool. All right. That was some fun facts about the Rescuers book series, I guess. Let's go ahead and talk about the movie. Meet a cast of captivating new Disney characters. This emergency meeting of the International Rescue Aid Society is now in session. As you know, our society has never failed to answer a call for help. 
Oh, Mr. Chairman, please, please, may I have this assignment? Bernard and Bianca, two secret agents on a date with destiny. The Rescuers is a 1977 animated film from Walt Disney Productions. It is the 23rd Disney animated feature. It stars Bob Newhart, uh, Ava Gabor, uh, and Geraldine Page, among other people. Originally, it was uh, entered into development in 1962, so only a few years after the book, first book came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Walt shelved it because he didn't like its overt political overtones. And now I have not seen this movie in a long time, and I don't remember what those would be. Um, or if the movie never got, or, or if they yeah, aren't in the movie because the movie, they took them out, or I don't know. Yeah, maybe the, I mean, I'm sure the movie is less political than the book right. is. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I can think is that the mice are kind of sort of like a UN. Interesting. They, that Like the organization that the mice are in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. It's, it's like a UN type of thing, United Nations type of yeah. thing. Um, but... Well, we'll see. Yeah. When you read the book, keep yeah. that in mind, what political I'll be, overtones. I'll be on the lookout for the political cool. overtones. Uh, it was revived in the 70s, though, uh, when they signed it to like the B-crew level of animators, mm-hmm. which at the time were led by Don Bluth. Mm-hmm. But eventually, uh, when it was handed over to like the main animating crew after they finished Robin Hood... And it almost wasn't made though because two movies were in like pre-production, and uh, you know they could have picked either one to make. The one that eventually was picked and created was The Rescuers, but the other one sounded really interesting. I'm sad they never made it uh, or never did anything with it. Uh, it was called Scruffy, and it was in an adaptation of a Paul Gallico book. I've never heard of Paul Gallico, but it was about the monkeys of Gibraltar being threatened by Nazis trying to capture them during World War II. Hmm. Which well, I, if we want to talk about political overtones, yeah, thought it sounded very interesting, <laughs> uh, but they didn't yeah, end up making I've never Scruffy. Heard of that. They ended up making the Rescuers. So, hmm. uh, Cruella Deville. So this is our 101 Dalmatians tie-in here. <laughs> Cruella Deville was originally considered to be the big bad of this movie of the Adventures, hmm. and it was going to turn it into essentially like a sequel of 101 Dalmatians, or like set in the same universe. It would have been the Rescuers cinematic like. universe or whatever <laughs> i guess is kind of the idea I, wouldn't that make it the cruella deville cinematic sure. universe <laughs> yeah or whatever yeah the dalmatian whatever but yeah, yeah. They, apparently that was the original huh. thought but then they decided against it because they didn't want it to be like a sequel i get that that would have actually been really interesting though because i don't i don't know if you remember anything about the 101 dalmatians no but there's like an animal organization in that too. Is there? Where like it, the Twilight Bark um, and all the dogs like spread news about the puppies being kidnapped so yeah, they can all like be on the lookout them, for them. Yeah. So that could have been like an interesting, I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's also interesting because I know I have seen like side by side clips of Cruella DeVille and the villain from this movie where they yeah. like borrowed animation. Yeah, and that wouldn't for her. surprise me. They apparently, uh, and I, I, I was gonna put this down, but I didn't end up. the 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 villain in this movie was based off of one of the animators' uh, ex wives or well, current, wow. current wife or something. I something weird that he didn't. It was an ex wife that he didn't like, and he like animated the whole thing. That's <laughs> but may I maybe reused animation from Cruella Deville. And then my final note, which I thought was interesting, I hadn't hadn't heard this or didn't know about this, is that there was controversy when the movie was released for the second time on home. Video. Uh, they had to recall, Disney had to recall about 3 million copies uh, of the film because there was an objection, objectionable image in two frames 
of the movie. It was impossible to see these like in film when it's projected at film at like 24 frames per second. It was mm-hmm. so quick that and and the the motion blur or whatever you just didn't wasn't really noticeable. But on home video release, you were able to see it. Uh, and it was a it's <laughs> you could make it out. It's a naked woman in a window behind uh, the rescuers as they're like. Did, traveling down a, I don't remember yeah. exactly what's going on if you go to Wikipedia you can actually see it on the Wikipedia article they have a still frame of it of the the little picture yeah it's just an egg woman in a window and so they had to recall three hmm. million and uh, Disney uh, did an investigation but declined to explain how this made ended up making it into the film it happened during the post-production process but it's never been hmm. you know there's not like a at least I didn't see a story about like who did it or why or who somebody got fired or what what happened with it so well i guess they did they like not know about it apparently until they, they didn't know it about it until video. they put it well like so it's probably some animator who knew it wouldn't yeah wouldn't nobody would catch nobody it would catch it just kind of being right. like troll. but then here comes home video here comes home video and they're able to pause ruin and, your day yeah look at the frame by frame or whatever so they were able to to see it and yeah had to be hmm. Interesting. removed so if you watch it now you can it's, I think it's just like a, an empty window or something. But anyways, those. Um, I wonder if any of the VHS, I think my mom might have a couple copies of this on VHS. I wonder yeah. if any of them still yeah, it's are so, old enough to have that. I don't know if you could even really see it. It's literally a supposedly two frames. Even on video, you would have to like really be yeah. watching to catch it. Yeah, you would have to be like clicking it along frame yeah, by frame, would, I would think. But you can't do that with VHS. But you can like not so well. slow mo, can't you? Yeah, depending on the VHS, but it's not. It depends. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It's not like you know certain other mediums you can go right. For like, like if it was like laser disc, you could go yeah. frame by frame. And I but, wonder how they somebody even. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> I thought it was interesting. So if you want to look, like I said, if you want to see the picture, it's just it's on Wikipedia. That's where I found right. it. So cool. All right, that was our preview of the rescuers. You can come back in one week's time. We'll be talking about. Breaking down the differences between the rescuers, and I don't know if the, uh, it's on Disney Plus, probably. Yes, it is. There I you checked. go. If you got Disney Plus, if you've been watching The Mandalorian or whatever, you can go ahead and watch The Rescuers. It's easy. So now, whenever we do Disney movies, it's easy to tell people where to go to watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, if not, we suggest that you support, support your, your local, local library. library. Um, you, if you have a VCR, you could also try your local Goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> See if you can so find, you can find, a find VHS the old version copy. with the naked woman in the window. <laughs> You never know. I don't know if it's, like, out of the vault right now, so I don't yeah. know if you could, like, go buy a DVD copy of it or a Blu-ray, but... Yeah, no idea. But, yeah, go support your local library. All right, that's going to do it. Uh, until next time, guys, gals, non-binary, and everybody else. Keep reading books. Keep watching movies. And, and keep, keep being, being awesome. awesome.